In today's episode of the Rust-Based Living Podcast, I want to share with you what I believe to be the most important thing you must have in order to achieve any weight loss or health and fitness goal. And I'm not talking about the perfect diet and exercise plan. I'm talking about your life philosophy. In other words, who are you? Who are you in this world? Who do you want to be? What sort of legacy do you want to leave behind? And what the heck does this have to do with weight loss, health, and fitness? We're going to dive into that in this episode. But first, just in case you don't know me, my name is Lene Urban. I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach dedicated to teaching really busy professional women how to eliminate stress, how to transform their health, and how to lose weight through rest-based living. At the end of this podcast, if you would like to see where you stand right now in terms of how close or how far you are from living a rest-based living lifestyle, then I have provided a quiz It's called, What Are Your Primary Stressors? At the end of the podcast, you can click the link to this quiz, take the quiz, and find out how you're doing right now in terms of keeping your primary stressors low and living a rest-based living lifestyle. Now, I want to dive into sort of the background of this episode, where I came up with this thought and, and why I wanted to create this particular episode about a life philosophy. It all started several months ago when I was listening to the School of Greatness podcast, and uh, Lewis had Dr. Michael Gervais as one of his guests. Michael, uh, Dr. Michael Gervais is a high-performance psychologist, and And during their interview, Dr. Gervais brought up something, brought up life philosophy, and it really had a strong impact on me. It really struck a chord with me that is still impacting me to this day. I want to show you a little clip about life philosophy from the School of Greatness podcast interview. The greatest and the most influential people across the globe are very clear about their philosophy. The greatest movers and shakers and change makers are um, spiritual leaders and political leaders for the most part. And now we're starting to see business leaders, you know, to do that. What was Martin Luther King Jr.'s? Dr. King Jr.'s was about equality, Equality, you know, Malcolm X, equality, totally different tone, totally different approach. Mother Teresa, Helen Keller. What was Helen Keller's? Like, okay, I'm going to go for it. (laughs) And like, I deserve to be educated as well. She changed the educational system. So the most influential people were very clear. Why? Because they lined up their thoughts, their words, and actions to the thing that matters most to them. And that's what a philosophy is about. Everybody already has one. You have one. I have one. Whether we could articulate it at knife point in a dark alley, totally different element. Right. And so I think that that's a nice litmus test. Like, could you get it out in front of a deranged person who's got a knife to your throat? Like, could you, do you, are you that clear what you stand for? Now, why did this impact me so severely? And how does this relate to weight loss and health and fitness? Well, I want to share just a little background on my own personal health and fitness journey. I struggled with my weight for eight years in between all three of my pregnancies. I struggled with weight. I also have been struggling with um, food addiction and emotional eating since I was a kid. So during the time that I was struggling with my weight, I was trying 
all sorts of diets. I was trying all sorts of exercise programs, everything that I could possibly get my hands on. I was trying in an effort to lose weight. But the problem, of course, was number one, I was emotionally attached and addicted to food. So it didn't matter what sort of exercise program I did. It didn't matter what sort of diet I tried. This addiction that I had to food stopped me from being able to uh, follow through on finishing the diet or the program, or if I was able to achieve any sort of results, my addiction stopped me from being able to sustain those results. So yes, that was a problem, but that was not the root of my problem. There was a root cause. There was a root reason why I had that addiction in the first place. And there was a root cause to why all of these different diet and workout programs that I had tried, nothing seemed to stick. The root cause was the fact that I was severely unhappy with myself. I was severely unhappy with my life. I hated the job that I was at at the time. I hated it with a passion. I was severely unhappy with my relationship, with my marriage. I was so unhappy with my weight, with my body, the way that I looked. Just in general, my life at the time was so far removed from the place that I imagined it would be at that point. I was so far away from what I envisioned my life looking like at that time. And so what I was doing was I was seeking happiness in a very superficial sort of activities and superficial um, fixes to distract myself from this severe unhappiness that I was feeling in every single area of my life. So when I was trying to lose weight, my weight loss efforts were driven by this shame in my body, this shame in the life that I was living, um, my weight loss was driven and motivated by self-hate. And the problem with weight loss efforts and a weight loss journey that's driven by self-hate, the problem is those weight loss efforts are always doomed to fail. They are always doomed to fail because the journey is all about trying to arrive at the destination, trying to arrive to the results that you want as quickly as possible, no matter the circumstances, no matter the consequences. For example, I was a part of a weight loss group on Facebook and there was a young lady that posted some progress pictures that she had taken. She had lost 20 pounds in three weeks and she lost it by taking um, these diet pills, these weight loss pills that actually have uh, very severe side effects, very unhealthy side effects. And I remember all of the women that were jumping into this post to comment on her progress. And some women were trying to be non-judgmental and saying, okay, like whatever works for you. And then there were some other women that were like, what are you doing? What are you doing to yourself? What are you doing to your body that you think that this is okay to put this stuff into your system for the sake of being able to lose weight quickly? 
Now, the reason that I do not feel that I'm in a place to judge anyone, and especially that young woman, was because mentally, that mental place that this young woman is in right now that led to her taking these pills and risking her health and risking her life for the sake of quick weight loss, mentally, I was in that same space. Mentally, I was in the space of, it doesn't matter how this weight comes off of me. I just want it off and I want it off as quickly as possible. So that sort of, that drive and that motivation to just arrive at the destination as quickly as possible, that was a very dangerous place for me to be in. And the longer that I kept myself in that place and the more diets and exercise programs and strategies that I tried to lose weight and the more that I kept failing, the deeper and deeper into this unsatisfaction, this unhappiness, this depression, the deeper I fell into it. Here's what happened. Over the span of a couple years, my family started to experience some health scares, some tragedies that were related to disease, to sickness. Um, my dad, who uh, is a diabetic, my dad had to um, get some of his toes amputated. Um, he got an infection in his foot and had to, uh, had to get his toes amputated. My sister, who is three years younger than me, in her mid-20s at the time, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, my grandmother, who up until she was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, with ALS, was the healthiest, the strongest, the most independent woman that I had ever known. And she went from being so strong and so healthy to being diagnosed with this disease and within two years of her diagnosis, she had passed away. I had an uncle who was young, he was only 60 years old. He looked to be the healthiest um, and the most, the most vibrant in my family, but he had a stroke suddenly and passed away a few days later. And then I started to experience some health scares. Uh, within the span of two weeks, I had started waking up in the middle of the night, severely ill, severely sick, um, almost to the point of just uh, vomiting and throwing up all over the place every single night for two weeks in a row. And I remember after the 14th night when I jerked up, I sat up out of bed about to be sick, about to, you know, just, just get sick and, and throw up everywhere. This was about 3.30 in the morning. It was the 14th night in a row that this had happened. I remember sitting up in my bed and reflecting on my dad's amputations. I was thinking about my sister's breast cancer diagnosis, um, my, my sister's breast cancer diagnosis. I was thinking about my grandmother. I was thinking about my uncle. And I remember sitting up in bed thinking to myself, these diseases that are in my family, they're coming for me. I can feel it. I can feel that they're coming for me and just as I got to the place where I was ready to accept the fact that I was going to experience these diseases too, and there was nothing I could do to stop it, just as I was ready to accept that, there was something that went off in my head. There was a light bulb that went off. And I said, wait a second, what if there was something that I could do to change the fate of my health? What if there was a way 
for me to be able to achieve weight loss goals, yes, but also to prevent these diseases from coming for me and from stealing me away from my children, from stealing me away from my family. Within two weeks of those questions popping in my head and that thought of there must be something I can do to stop this, within two weeks, I found a strategy, a weight loss, a health and fitness strategy that five months later led to me being a little over 30 pounds lighter. It led to me being seven dress sizes smaller. And it led to me, my body fat percentage being uh, 12% lower than it was when I began my journey. What was the difference for me when I found that strategy versus the research that I had put into strategies previously to just lose the weight as quickly as possible? The difference was my philosophy. I was no longer being fueled and driven by self-hate and by shame and by unhappiness. I was being fueled and driven from the place of, I want to live. I want to be here to see my girls, my baby girls grow up. I wanna be here for as long as I possibly can. That became the drive, the motivation, and the philosophy through which I began my research and I set out on the health and fitness journey that actually lasted this time and led me to my goal. Now, being able to lose weight or accomplish a health and fitness goal, being able to, to get to that place is not the real accomplishment, at least not in my eyes. I mean, because you know, when we talk about the young lady in the Facebook group that I was in, the weight loss Facebook group, she lost 20 pounds in three weeks, but she did it through a very dangerous and unsustainable method. So weight loss is not necessarily the goal and the accomplishment. The goal and the accomplishment comes from being able to sustain the weight loss, being able to sustain the results that you achieve. I sustained my weight loss results for the past three and a half years. And how did I do that? I did that through my current life philosophy. When I was listening to that School of Greatness podcast and listening to Dr. Gervais talk about finding your life philosophy, I remember thinking to myself, oh, that's very easy. I know what my life philosophy is. My life philosophy right now, currently, my life philosophy is to serve. I am motivated and driven. The way that I operate and move in this world is through a place of service. I believe that it is my calling to provide non-judgmental, unconditional love, support, and encouragement to anyone and everyone that I come across. That is my purpose in life. That is my life philosophy. Now, what does that have to do with my health and fitness and how I am motivated and driven to maintain and sustain the results that I was able to achieve three and a half years ago? What I realized over the course of these last three years is that I cannot serve you from an empty cup. 
I cannot love you unconditionally from a place in which I do not love myself first. And over these past three and a half years, I realized that my health and fitness journey, that the strategies that I used to achieve my weight loss goals and to keep the weight off, those strategies weren't just impacting me physically, they were impacting me emotionally. They were impacting me mentally. They were giving me the emotional and mental balance that I needed to fill myself up so that I could pour myself out and so that I could be that source of love and service and light and support to everyone that I come across. And how do I do that? I do that through movement, through exercise, through proper nutrition, and through prioritizing self-care, AKA rest-based living. So if you are struggling with your weight, if you are struggling with maintaining a consistent exercise schedule, if you're struggling with starting, sustaining, maintaining a healthy and fit lifestyle, if you're struggling with taking the time, creating the boundaries, making the sacrifices to care for yourself first before you care for everyone else in your life, if you're struggling with these things, I wanna ask you this one simple question. What is your life philosophy? Who are you in this world? And who do you want to become? What type of legacy do you want to leave on this earth? If you look at yourself in the mirror right now, how close or how far away are you from being that person that you want to be? If you are very far away from being that person, then I want you to use your motivation and your desire to be that person. Use that motivation to drive you to accomplish and achieve your health and fitness goals. Use that as your motivation and your drive to fuel you to make those sacrifices and create those boundaries to take care of yourself. Now, as you pursue those goals, as you pursue your health and fitness goals, as you pursue your weight loss goals, I want to make sure that you do not allow the primary stressors that impact all of us to stand in the way of you being able to accomplish what you're setting out to accomplish. So once again, I provided a quiz. I provided a link to a quiz called, what are your stressors? What are your primary stressors? If you want to take that quiz and find out where you are in terms of allowing those stressors to block you from achieving your goals, take that quiz and find out. It takes just a few seconds to take the quiz and you get your results right away. Once again, my name is Lene Urban, nutrition and lifestyle coach, and you have been listening to the Rest Based Living podcast. Thank you so much for watching, and I can't wait to see you next time.